What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? What's up? Shout outs, what's up, and shout outs, believe it or not. Shout outs, shout ins, I'm a shut in. I haven't been going anywhere. It's the return of trigeminal neuralgia. TN back again. Same old story, it's the same old song. So it's kind of bad news, but I, I, I'm gonna wrap it. It's like a burrito full of poop. It's a burrito full of poop. It looks like a regular burrito. It's just like, hey, come on into the What's the Matter with Me podcast. It's a totally normal burrito, but it's full of poop. Trigeminal neuralgia pain is back again. I'm sorry to bore you, but it's the reality. Let's not dwell on it. Let's let's instead unpack the layers of the poopy burrito. The tortilla's just fine. Maybe the lettuce. Maybe we can save the lettuce. First off, shout outs to Nathan. Nathan hit me up and let me know. Just wanted to say congratulations on April 28th. The What's the Matter with Me podcast will be six years old. Keep it up, buddy. And Hoppin' Hot Sauce is the best sauce in the world. Hoppin' Hot Sauce, it's the best hot sauce. Hoppin' Hot Sauce, it's the best sauce in the world. The world, I'm telling you. That's right, Hoppin' Hot Sauce. Shout out to Nathan. Thanks for reminding me of that. I'm six years old here. What's the matter with me podcast is defiant. Like a six-year-old. You couldn't sing to March's theme song, Candidate. My Twitter bio, how does it read? I thought I had made a breakthrough. I, I have trouble describing myself. But I thought I had a breakthrough here. At John Hoppin, bohemian disabled artist, life actor, creator of Hoppin Hot Sauce, and host of the What's the Matter with Me podcast. KFJC's hemorrhoid, the leader, he, him. I thought that was cool. I listed my pronouns. I was like, I can do that. But it, bring it back to the beginning. I called myself a bohemian. And I don't think you can do that. I think there's... I am a bohemian. I live a bohemian lifestyle. But let's see. You're not allowed to call yourself a bohemian. It's not a thing. You can call yourself but you can call yourself a lazy hippie. Let me edit that right now. I'm just going to edit that right in. Let's get rid of that. I'm going to just add, I like Bohemian, you guys. Let me change this. 
That's a spell hippie with a Y. I'll do that. Okay, good. Let's check it out. Bohemian lazy hippie disabled artist life actor, creator of Hopping Hot Sauce and host of the What's the Matter with Me podcast, KFJC's hemorrhoid, the leader, he, him. I like that lazy hippie. I'll take that. If you can't call yourself a bohemian, you can't call yourself a lazy hippie, but I'm going to call myself both. I'll tell you what, I just passed one of those security checks. And it said, it said, click all of the pictures with a donut. But it seemed like some of them were bagels. But it worked out. But I think some were bagels. My family was in Japan, right? When my family was in Japan, the kitten didn't come in. We call him Jelly Bean or Jalabale, which is just an alternative way to pronounce Jelly belly, jalabale, jelly bean. The kitten didn't come in. And then I had to get in my wheelchair. And I rolled around the neighborhood. Shaking the cat food with the cat food in one hand. And calling out. I'm like jelly belly. I'm like rolling around. I was that guy. In the wheelchair. It was a scene man. It was a, I made the scene. I'm a bohemian lazy hippie. I made the scene. Jelly Bean, he came in. I rolled around. I realized something. I was talking to my wife and it, of the remaining beetles that are still alive, we have the best one and the worst one. And you can pick who it is. I mean, you know that the ones that are gone, it's argue, you can argue about who's... And first of all, just kidding. Please don't get upset. Of the remaining Beatles, that one, one of them is arguably the best. And pretty much you got the worst one. For sure the worst one. I mean, the ones that are gone aren't the worst, right? They're not the worst. You got the best one and the worst one left. We go over that. Cam Likely, no one takes Cam Likely's phone calls. He's like, it's a spelling error. No one. Every person is like, nope. Spam. Ignore. Cam is like all alone. I just wanted to know how to boil water. No one will tell him. Cam likely can't get any 411. So, you know, I am always telling the thing that listens to me. I'm always telling you have one of these. It's a device. I don't mean a family member. I'm talking about an, a device. And mine is the, I'm like, hey, hey, whatever, you know, play this. I always tell it that. So I walked out in the morning and usually I'm ready to go right away in the morning. I've got an idea of what to hear. 
So I'm like, I want to hear elevator music. I don't know why. I don't know where the ideas come from. But I walked out. It's, you know, I I brushed my teeth. It's the morning. I'm like, I'm going to tell it to play elevator music. And I walk out and my wife is playing some violin concerto. That's like what's on some dramatic classical music. And I'm like, can we hear elevator music? But luckily it ends and the person starts talking and no one likes listening to the classical music DJs. They're the worst. They're like, (laughs) they have mirth, right? They have mirth. You're like, you're like, it's seven in the morning. How dare you be so mirthful? You jerk. I want to hear elevator music. Not this mirth. If I, I, you know, I, if it was midnight, I could deal. 2 a.m., I could deal with mirth. But 7 a.m., I want elevator music. Just something smooth. But then I asked it to play elevator music. And it played, it wasn't what I thought it would be. It was more of like a take on, a spin on what does that mean. I want to hear like Girl from Ipanema on the organ. You know, I want to hear that. I don't want your take on elevator. You're like winking, sly take. I'm like, ah, oh, the computer is the worst DJ. AI is the worst. Violin concerto, very dramatic. It's Little League Baseball season again, and the game is like more recognizable. You're like, oh, this seems like they're playing baseball. There are some major errors that they are making. But they're playing baseball. Not well, but it is base. I recognize it as the game of baseball. It, it no longer appears to be tag or something else. It's baseball. Pitchers, it's kind of magical. Suddenly, pitchers are starting to pitch better. More like at the catcher. And it's kind of amazing like how their physical, their understanding of the game and then their physical ability kind of tracks together. Like and suddenly they're throwing the ball at the catcher and some of them are better than others. But the ones that are good are pretty much throwing it to the plate. And we, as parents, we watch it two and three days a week, you know. It's cool. I'm still reading the Sonny Rollins book. It's like 1959. I'm almost to part two. So part one of the book is like the first half of the book. And it seems to be like it's going to break around 1960. Because I'm just a few pages away. It's 1959. Sonny went on tour to Europe. There's a jazz loft scene 
with Bob Jarreau, who did um, Schoolhouse Rock. Mose Allison, that's a jazz piano player. White dudes, Bob Jarreau and Mose Allison. But they got the loft, so... Sonny Rollins hanging out there. Monk is hanging out there. It's an integrated scene at the loft. Sonny goes on sabbatical in 1959. He stops professional work, stops playing jazz, and he climbs onto the Williamsburg Bridge where I commuted every day. And he goes up there to practice and no one disturbs him. And there are some people walking from Williamsburg to the Lower East Side. And it's a scene I'm pretty familiar with because I rode my bike over the Williamsburg Bridge every day to go to Midtown. Speaking about the book, I'm using the page holder. And the page holder has like a visual rhyme with that suction cup handle. They kind of look similar. All right, so let's get to the bad news. The trigeminal sensation in my trigeminal nerve came back. Last weekend, I was in the hospital. I couldn't eat or drink anything. It was bad. I was trying to eat dinner and it was so painful and I was hungry and I was trying to eat dinner. I couldn't even get a little tiny bite of pureed lentils down and I started crying and or the pain would, would come on and make my eyes water. I'm not like crying like boo-hoo. I'm crying involuntarily from these pain flashes that luckily I'm not having right now. I'll knock so hard on wood because I don't want that. But these pain flashes were making it so I couldn't eat. And it was making my eyes water, making my nose run. And then the nose running was triggering more pain flashes so it was like this unbenevolent cycle this evil cycle but I eventually after a couple days of by the time I couldn't eat or drink anything I was like I gotta go to the hospital I got an appointment with the surgeon on Tuesday but I gotta go this is untenable And the last time I went in for surgery, the surgeon told me, you should come into the hospital before you shouldn't let it get like this. Go to the hospital. So I was like, I got to go. I have an appointment on Tuesday. It's Saturday morning. They're not going to scramble the surgery team for me, but. I can't eat or drink. I can't wait around. I have to go in now. So I did. I was lucky that my mom came up to get the kids anyway. She was planning on that. So 
I was like, I, you know, she was gracious enough to just take them for kind of whatever I need. So that was nice. I went into the hospital. They were a little bit in the, I went to the ER and one of the neurologic doctors was kind of like, we can't operate on you. So you should just kind of, there's nothing we can do. And my wife was not feeling that. And I was not feeling that, but I was like, I think they're going to send me home. But they didn't. They checked me into an overnight. They changed my medicine around. Suddenly I could eat and drink. But I wasn't out of the woods in the middle of the night. I had one of the... At 3 a.m. I had one of these flashes. But it was a little different. They had changed my meds. And that was to date... The last time I'd felt anything. So that was Sunday morning at 3 a.m. Now it's Thursday. Sorry I haven't been in touch. But, you know, this kind of was a little bit personally. There was some pressure. You know, it wasn't. Don't treat me like Cam Likely. Okay. I had some pressure. Now I'm back. Take my call. I feel like one of those middle beetles. I feel part dead. So let's see. I stopped drinking. No drinking. No alcohol. And the ER neurologist told me, yeah, you should definitely come into the hospital When you can't eat or drink, that is a reason to go to the hospital. So word to the wise, I'm not a doctor, but this doctor told me if you can't eat or drink, you probably should come on into the emergency room. So I felt validated by that. I was like, yeah, I couldn't eat or drink. It was tough. And you know, it scares my kids. It makes my wife upset. Like even when I was cleared, when I came back home and ate dinner, my wife cried, you know, and I'm still drinking water and eating food in a tentative way. And I'm almost freaking out about even telling you guys about it, talking about it like I'm tempting fate. So trigeminal neuralgia is back again. On Tuesday, they changed my medication. It's pretty rough. And also my AFO brace has come apart. Like the footbed is unglued from the part that attaches to my lower leg. So I can't really use it to balance. I can't push off of it, which is like the whole use of it. And so walking is bad. I've been falling a lot. It's very hard to get up because I can't push off of my brace because it's really in two pieces right now. I have called the orthotics place and I'll go in there, but it's not for a while. I got my surgery date. 
I met with the neurologist and he was like, I think we should repeat the rhizotomy procedure. And that made sense to me. They told me that maybe that would be the case going going into the first rhizotomy, that the procedure can be repeated. I'm okay with that because last time I had this procedure, I, I went home and ate dinner at home that very night, free from pain. So I'm looking forward to that. One of the medications I'm on may be responsible for a lot of drowsiness, dizziness, confusion, and balance issues that I'm having right now. Like I'm having this at the same time my brace is broken. It's like one of these perfect storms. You ever heard of that perfect storm? I'm having one. I'm having pain. And they drug me up to deal with the pain. And the side effects of the pain are balance and dizziness. And I am having issues with my durable medical equipment. That's making it hard to push off of it and use it for balance. So I'm having like a double whammy. But I'm going to get through it. My surgery date is a week from today. So I got one more week to go and then the week after that, I'll have an evaluation at the orthotics place. Maybe they'll see if they can glue it together and fix it in the short term. And for the long term, there's an order in to get me new, all new hardware. So I'm looking forward to that. I, I can't wait. My son's playing Little League, right? I told you about it looks more normal. My son pitched. This year they have live pitching. And my son wanted to pitch so bad. He walked the bases full. He walked two runs home. It wasn't a stellar pitching performance. But at the end of the game, he came up with two men on and he hit a double and brought him home and walked it off. So, you know, it's a, it's an up and down thing. You know, it's about incremental steps in sports and also about what I'm trying to do to do. I'm in a, a pretty worn down spot. With my trigeminal nerve, I've really been through the ringer, but I've got to just stay the course, keep my hand on the plow. And same with this trigeminal neuralgia, I'm pretty worn down. I've had it. This is going to be my fourth procedure. I've had two MVD surgeries and one rhizotomy. And now I'm going to go, and that really means they came in twice through the back of my skull and once through my face. And it's a lot easier through the face. Anyway, I just wanted to hip you to the fact that on April 28th, tomorrow, this podcast will be six years old. 
Shout out to Nathan and Butters, right? The cat is Butters. Is there a Tibby involved? Butters and Tibby? Nathan and Mary? I'm probably getting all the names wrong, but I think Nathan knows who I'm talking about. Anyway, shout out. Sonny Rollins gonna go into the 60s. I'm gonna get over my face pain and stop taking all these medications that are confusing me and I'm going to get brand new hardware for my ankle foot orthotic brace and my wrist brace that I wear at night all new stuff so let's, let's move turn the page it's all about turning the page Thank you for tuning in to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. Probably the most important podcast you'll ever hear. Probably. Why not? I mean, what are politicians? How would they do it? Anyway, my kids only know how to play Wineopoly, Dear Hollywood, LeVar Burton, Biopic, please. You guys stay cool. Write me an email, John, J-O-H-N at hoppinworld.com. That's J-O-H-N at H-O-P-P-I-N-W-O-R-L-D.com. This is the best that it's going to ever be right now because this will never come back. Thank you for listening. Catch you next time.